0: Welcome. This is the Word to Wisdom with John Straza, a teaching ministry that will build you up in the love of God's Word. And now, here's John. Hey, this is John Straza, and welcome to the program today. We're glad to have you, and we hope you're having an awesome day. Um, Over the last four weeks, we have talked a lot about faith, and we did a series called Faith that Gets Results. I hope you had a chance to listen to all of those if you haven't please do Um, it's one of the most important teachings and most thorough teachings we've done since we started this program so i encourage you to do that today is going to be just a message of encouragement. I'm calling it God's banquet table. And you know, when you think of a banquet table, you think of a very rich laid out spread of beautiful foods and things to drink and fruits and vegetables and food that's been prepared lavishly. And it might be for a wedding, it might be for a special event. And usually you think of it as a special event. But today, I'm encouraging that God has laid out a banquet table for all of us at different points in our life and through our lives. And it's not necessarily because it's just a wedding or just a birthday or some special anniversary. This is God's relationship with you. Now, it may very well be about something special he's doing in your life, but I want you to see this as part of your life. His banquet table is really his word and his presence, and that is something you have access to every day. So I want you to see this as more of a daily thing, a routine, or a part of your life. You may not feel so special every day, I certainly don't, but this is part of your life. So as far as banquet tables and, you know, feasts and things like that, you see many examples of it in the scripture. Kings did it and it was done with the prodigal son in Luke 15 when Jesus spoke of the prodigal son. David spoke about it in Psalm 23 and many other places. We're just going to touch on two of those today because I just really want to encourage you to sit down and partake of God's banquet table. So. One of the examples is in Luke 15, where Jesus is talking in a parable about a son who had a prominent father, and he asked his father for his inheritance so he could leave. He left the household, and he went on, he got his inheritance, and he went off to another place and spent his inheritance, he lost it all, on sinful living if you read this entire story. But I wanna bring you to the part in this story that really, really touches on a banquet table. The son gets to a point where he has nothing. He's in a land where there is famine. He has nothing to eat. He gets a job with a farmer who has a pig farm and he's, he's eating the husks that the pigs are eating. And it's a miserable life and he's empty. He has nothing. And he comes to his senses and says, you know, my father's workers on his land eat better than I'm eating now. I should go back home to my father and just ask him to be one of the servants. He may not want me as a son anymore, but I will go home and at least I'll be able to eat and, and not live like this. So he chose to go home and to say to his father something along the lines, Father, I've sinned against heaven and before you, and I'm no longer worthy to be called your son, but make me me like one of the hired servants. So he did. He headed home. But what's interesting here, now bear in mind, this is father and son. And if you look at Luke 15 and verses 20 through 24, this talks about the son and it says, And he arose and came to his father. He was going home to his father, not looking for much. But when he was still a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said, Father, I've sinned against heaven and in your sight and am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, bring out the best robe, put it on him put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet and bring the fatted calf and kill it and let us be merry. For this my son was dead and is now alive. He was lost, but he is now found. And they began to be merry and rejoice. Now you have a picture here of a son coming home destitute. And when the son said, look at this, I want you to hear this. When the son said, father, I've sinned against heaven and in your sight, I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Do you know that the father didn't answer him on that matter? He didn't even answer him. He simply turned to his workers, the people who served him, and he says, bring out the very best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and put sandals on his feet. He dressed him. He brought him in as his son because he was always his son and he would always be his son. And then he went on to say, and bring the fatted calf here and kill it and let us eat and be merry. In other words, he was laying out a banquet table. This was going to be a feast. And he said, why? The father said, why? Because this, my son was dead, but he's alive now. And this, my son was lost and is found now, and they had a big feast. And what interests me, that this son was, after all the years being with his father, didn't really know that his father would treat him like this. He thought his father might just say, okay, go with the, go with the workers, go with the servants, and work with them and eat what they eat, but you're not welcome in the house. That's not what he did. He laid out a banquet table. He dressed him. That was part of this deal. That's part of the banquet. Your clothes are good. Your ring is on your finger. Your sandals are on your feet. And you are dressed as a son to go sit at this banquet. And this is a picture of the nature of God. That's why Jesus gave this parable. He was talking about the nature of God. And God does this with all of us. I could teach much deeper on this today, but I just want to keep it simple and say, when you come to God, and this is on a daily basis, it may be that you yourself have been far off and have chosen to come back to God, and you're nervous that God's just going to treat you like a second-class citizen. That is not what happened here. He treated him like his son, and he laid out this banquet table and brought him in without any talk about his history or what he did wrong or you did me wrong and you lost this, you lost your inheritance. He didn't even mention it. He didn't even answer his son when he said he had sinned and that he wasn't even worthy to be called his son. He simply immediately turned to those who worked with him, those who served him and said, bring the best of everything. Bring the best of my robes. Bring the best of my rings. Bring the the best sandals. Bring it all. Bring the best fat calf and kill it and make the best banquet that you can and lay it all out for my son because he's here and he's alive. He's with me. And that's God's banquet table. And you as a son or a daughter have access to that banquet table right now. He says, I'll knock at the door of your heart. And if you let me in, I will sup with you and you will sup with me. This is in Revelations. God sits with us and lays out this amazing banquet. And again, I could go into a lot about what is a banquet here, but to make it really simple, his presence, the glory of his presence and his word. And you would feed on that. And it's so rich. It's so lavish. It's, it's hard to fathom how lavish it is. And it's yours. It's mine. It's such a beautiful thing. And we often feel that we're not worthy. That's exactly where the Lord wants you, at God's banquet table, at that feast. David talks about it in the very famous Psalm, Psalm 23. I don't know if there's a more famous Psalm in the the Bible, but Psalm 23 in the fifth verse, David talks about a table. And it says, you prepare a table before me, and this is really interesting, in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil and my cup runs over. Again, this this is talking about a feast here. And he's saying that God prepared the table. David is talking about God and says, you, meaning God, prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. And that's a whole thing we could teach on too. But just to keep it a little easier again today is that, yeah, there may be a lot of enemies around you. Maybe the enemy himself has is, is been just trying to attack your life in one way or another. So you may be saying, what's going on in my life? There's trouble here. There's trouble there. And When you get in the presence of God, he's going to feed you with his presence, with his word, right in the middle of it all. He's not causing all that trouble. That's the world. That's the enemy. The thief comes to steal and to kill and destroy. But Jesus came that we might have life and that we might have it more abundantly. And this banquet table is talking about that kind of abundance. This table that David was talking about here, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. He, and he further goes on to say, you anoint my head with oil. This is a picture of tremendous wealth and blessing that's poured on somebody. This is just lavish, the language here. And my cup runs over. There's so much that the cup is running over. There's no limit at this banquet table. There's no wanting. David starts this, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. I shall not be in need of anything. The Lord is my shepherd. But this picture in verse 5 of Psalm 23 is very clear, saying that he's preparing this table. And when God does something, it's not puny. It's, it's very deep. This is talking about a spiritual table, of his word, of his presence, of heavenly things, of spiritual things that you get to partake of, that you get to take in. And this is for all of us, brothers and sisters. So this is not just a a once-in-a-while thing. This is something that you have access to. This beautiful table, this word, this presence, the presence of God that's always there for you. And it is a banquet table. It is a feast, even if life is not feeling very much like a feast right now or like a party right now or, or a joyful experience. Jesus said, my word is spirit and it is life, it's truth. So we feed on his word. We talk about that a lot here. I believe it's one of the most important aspects of the Christian life is being in God's presence and being in God's word because that is what we live on. That is what we grow by. That is how we are instructed and made free. You'll know the truth and the truth will make you free. And that's very much what this is about. I love these two verses. We were, so today we are in Luke 15. So find that and look through that story of the prodigal son. And, and in Psalm 23, you can just read that whole psalm. But we're talking about being at God's banquet table. And to keep it easy and, and simple for today, this banquet table really is talking about his very lavish word and his presence. And the Bible is this goldmine of wealth and lavish freedom and revelation. God's presence is freeing, liberating, loving experience that you may feel one day, and you may not feel at all in another, but we know that by faith we have this, that we are in His presence. This isn't only about feelings, though you may very well feel it at some times, and at other times you may not. But regardless of your feelings, we have a banquet table. We have a feast table. We have the presence of God. We have his word. That is a gift to us, and we can partake of it. Very much like David says here in Psalm 23, you prepare a table before me, right in the presence of your enemies. And you anoint my head with oil, and my cup is running over. So I think I'm going to leave it right there. It's really beautiful to think about the prodigal son, him being away. He's, he's living in sin. He's lost all the money that his father gave him. He just messed everything up. And he realized, if I were home, I wouldn't be living like this. He was just in total poverty. And he chose to go home and to really take a real cut in his position as a son. He didn't know his father was just going to receive him totally back in to his full position, as son, and and give him a feast. And a lot of us may feel like he did, but this example in Luke 15 shows you that God just took him right in without any argument at all. Put the best robe on him, a ring on his finger. This is my son. Shoes on his feet, sandals on his feet. and made a feast and they rejoiced. And then you have David's example of just simply saying, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies, and you anoint my head with oil. My cup is running over. This is the richness of God, and his word is rich. His presence is rich, and that's what we're talking about here. So I just want to encourage you today, walk into the presence of God. Spend lavish time with him, whether your feelings are great or not. Just know by faith that this is... The wealth and the richness and the abundance that he has given to you and partake of his word partake of his presence and be blessed so that's the encouragement for today get at God's banquet table and partake of all the abundance that he has for you so I'm going to leave it right there thank you for listening with us today I hope this has been an encouragement to you and we will see you on the next episode